Hello and welcome to Flavor of the Week podcast. I am Grazia Giuliani and I have the great pleasure to have with me today Amanda Thompson. Amanda is the founder and creative director of Amanda Thompson Couture. In her atelier based in Notting Hill, London, Amanda not only creates unique garments from the finest and most eclectic Italian fabrics, but she has also formed a community of creative women. Amanda, it is a great pleasure to be talking to you today and know all about the creative process of a couturier. <laughs> Thank you, Grazia. <laughs> um, well, not that I'm a usual couturier because I'm self-taught, but, you know, <laughs> there is a process. <laughs> which is why um, I have actually invited you to Flavor of the Week because of the uniqueness of A, your past life experiences, your, uh, well, training, not training in standard way. So you are not actually um, trained in fashion. You are a couture designer, but your background is not fashion, but dance and acting. So you performed worldwide with Michael Cork Company before leaping into women couture in 2008. So this is fascinating because it really makes all your creations coming from the heart and coming from your passion. And I wonder if the relationship between dance and body and also obviously being a ballet dancer yourself is the movement that has strongly influenced your knowledge of how a woman's body is shaped. Could you talk to us about this, about the transition from dancer to couturier or from actress to couturier or both? Um, I, I, I mean, for me, it wasn't, it was, it, I feel like I didn't make any decisions along the way. It was just a, a natural path and each each thing I've done, each career I've, I've, I've um, touched on um, has, has led me to where I am now. And I, I really believe that um, what I do is my calling, which is a very bizarre thing because if somebody had said, you know, 15 years ago, you'd have a shop and you'd be doing this. I would have just looked at them blankly as if to say, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, um, I love, I, 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 I love fabric. I love movement. I, I, I love elegance. I love fashion but not high fashion it's i mean i i suppose for me it was i started making clothes from i mean i was a dancer and within dance i then kind of stepped into it was a natural tra transition to become an actress and then i was literally a, a poor starving actress no clothes no money felt terrible about myself and then found myself uh buying fabric and making clothes because it was the only way to get out of that hole and I think from that grew this absolute desire and obsession and I, I guess because I mean I've when I was a dancer at, um, at you know when I was studying dance I I was always drawn to choreography so I would always choreograph so there was 
I guess there's something within me which likes to control my creativity and and be in control of my creativity. And with acting, you can't be that because you're always waiting for somebody to say, yes, now you can do it. And I think that's why I fell down the hole. Um, and with design and clothes, I, I, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd dream of a dress or I'd pick up beautiful fabric and drape it on the stand and go, oh my God, that's so beautiful. Not because I'd done it, but because the fabric was so beautiful. So I think, I think there was a natural transition. That's very long-winded, I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's why you're here, actually. And also the, the, the fact that you are talking about the, the transition, you're talking about all the experience that has really shaped you. Uh, it shows in your choice of textile, your materials, your textile, the textile that you choose um, is very theatrical. And that's your imprint in theatre the high quality of, of sumptuous materials sourced in uh, Como, Italy, which is the capital of silk, of really sumptuous and the finest materials that you can find in Italy, complements your cut and style. Mm. It, yes, it does. I mean, I, I, I think that um, fabrics are, and colours and boldness are uh, always such a huge part of the story because I'm I'm that's my palette you know that's my my uh, and Italian I love quality I think it's really important that things are of a quality so that they last so there's a timelessness um, and simplicity so yeah I guess I guess you know that that's always the beginning of my journey so you can't really say that there is um, the fabric that comes first or the design that it's comes a, first? It's a little bit of both. So it's kind of, I have a sense of, uh, you know, I'm inspired by something. It might be a photograph or a detail of something or, or, or just something will inspire me or come to me. And then that will be almost the foundation of which a new collection evolves. Um, but I, I try not to set things in stone before, or I definitely don't set things in stone before I, I visit the mills or, or get all the swatches um, or the books, you know, from the mills um, with the fabrics. Because to me, my, my all, as important as the idea is leaving myself alone. So when I do walk through the doors of the mill, I'm, um, it's like a sweetie shop and and the right fabrics will be pulled out you know I'll just randomly pull out all the fabrics that kind of tick my box or or feel you know instinctively go oh yes I'll pull them out I'll lay them on the table at the end of my session of gathering fabrics and prints and then it all makes sense or I will then make it make sense and then you know you take things out you add things in and then you you understand it and so it's kind of it's both you know not one thing what not one thing guides the other but the instinct guides it all which is the beauty of your collections because is there is nothing that uh, kind of evokes technical skill 
I mean, obviously you have learned the skills that are needed in order to put together a, a piece, a garment, yeah. but then at the same time, everything, you know, is, is done whilst you drape on the mannequin. Everything is really done, as you said, by the instinct and the evolution of your creativity. So some, some of your pieces are really um, a mirror of what you are saying now and even the way you're expressing with such a passion which is almost Italian Amanda you know? somewhere <laughs> between the two of us here I'm being the British you're composed well it's very weird but I'm, I'm literally always drawn to Italian design which is very bizarre um, and Italian fabrics have something that other fabrics don't and I find that also really fascinating because they have a mix you know they mix things in a way which kind of is like a bit of magic you know <laughs> well that's that some of your pieces are magic <laughs> because they are loud and bold but yet they retain elegance and femininity how do you reach these harmonious combinations <laughs> I I I I Oh, that's so funny. I, I, I guess I can't help it. It's, it's who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm like who we all are. You know, we're all one of two halves, you know, as in there's always other sides. You know, you're quiet the one minute and you're loud the next. Um, my clothes, I, it's inherent. I, I can't not make pieces which aren't elegant. I've tried. You know, I, I, I mean, elegant to me, maybe, maybe somebody else they might not be elegant to, but I feel there's a, there is a femininity. And even, even in all my trousers, there's a feminine femininity, which is why I call it tomboy chic, or, you know, it's kind of playing with, playing with, you know, um, elegant and feminine and, you know, dressing up, dressing down. It's all those, it's all those things, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't help what I do because if I try and do something else, it doesn't work. Or I look at it and just go, God, that's so boring. It's so done. Not that what I do isn't done, but it's just more my personality. And that really shines through. And the, the both the elegance which you inherently have as a person, but also probably it does come also from your ballet dancer yeah. um, training. It really stays with you. It stays with you in the movement, it stays with you in your persona, and then it reflects in your collection. And also you touched on your trousers. I absolutely adore Amanda's <laughs> trousers. And they, they, I really do. And there is something so structured, so architectural about the cut, but then at the same time there is this transition because you can walk out in the morning with your beautiful trousers on in your um, trainers or sneakers, depending where everybody's listening to us from, and then just seamlessly go into an evening event. I have done it. I have photographs which prove <laughs> it. Um, so we will put that on Instagram as well <laughs> together. So it, it is that it is that playfulness. I, I reckon that really distinguishes uh, your uh, your creation. And I think um, it's about being wearable. I think closer to wear you know, and, and make you feel good. You know, it's like with the trousers, I line everything in silk. And I think that when you have silk next to your body, you just feel like 
it just feels like a different world you know you you you're it's your armor you know sorry it is no no well, why are you apologizing <laughs> because it is actually a very good point because you wake up in the morning and we all have our really low points and low days i mean this year we don't have to um, reiterate what everybody's yeah. talking about that it has been a very difficult year we all yeah. know that we are all living through this period but then again it is trying to pick yourself up and i'm not saying that oh uh, you know wearing silk is something that it just solves all your problems is is it's not that is the fact that you need that little that something even if it is a flower that you totally. pick in 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 the field because you have it's nothing what else makes just you, to lift your it, spirit. yeah it's what makes you um feel good because if you feel if you feel good it, it you're your approach to life and your approach to everything is open if you're if you know it's it's just it's such a personal thing like you say and is again is the 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 richness and the um being in a way bold out there with uh, colors and with uh, different fabrics with prints but then combining a sense of being very understated as mm. you are so really your your making is a bit like a recipe with the different ingredients <laughs> and i have to say i have enjoyed your <laughs> cooking which is really flavorsome and richly dressed. That's very simple. You have a penchant, <laughs> yep, you have a penchant for red chili, Amanda. <laughs> yeah, so can you make a parallel between one dish and one of your favorite creation being a dress, a rock and roll jacket or any garment? Oh gosh, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if there's a parallel other than like you say, it's the ingredients, it's like anything. When, when you have lovely ingredients, you know, less is more, you know, and even though I, you know, as in, it just, it, you don't need to kind of add loads of stuff. You just need to add, just the right amount of everything so that there is a bit of, I like a bit of heat and a bit of fire or a bit of surprise you know um, but I say my I'm, I'm uh, with my what I do I'm once again drawn to Italian food not pizzas not I'm not a pizza fan but I love pastas I love risottos I you know all those things uh, I, I like nice food simple lovely delicious food <laughs> but I'm not a great cook I just throw it all in don't really know what I'm doing <laughs> no you 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 are a good enough good cook enough. let I'm, me tell you you know I have enjoyed it many, many meals together <laughs> so but I think again uh, what you value is the quality of the yeah, ingredients it's, it's, which really brings us back to the quality of the material if the basic is made of quality well a is going to be timeless because it's not going to be a throwaway society garment that you offer and this is very very important because um, it is part of sustainability yeah. it is part of ethical fashion it is part of not um, you know just uh, wearing 
cheap clothes for the sake of it, um, even though you can afford a little bit more. And here we obviously open a big debate in terms of possibility and not possibility. But then for the fortunate who can actually um, distinguish between buying one piece rather than buying 10 pieces and then throwing them away why just buy one buy timeless buy something that really makes you feel good and uh, uh, also cares for our yes, planet and also appreciation it's like appreciating what you have and and rather than you know having it and then wanting something else and then wanting something else and wanting something else it's just uh, you know we we need to appreciate everything it is something that is very timely at the moment because I think we have learned um, a little bit the hard way uh, not to take our lives for granted. And there have been many inspirations and this uh, collection, for instance, for you, um, you, you have been inspired in, in, in a different environment, in a different set of circumstances from where you would normally uh, create a yes. design. I mean, this, this particular collection, obviously, um, I was just before lockdown in March, I was about to shoot my summer collection. So I'd made the summer collection. So that all kind of went on hold. And um, my partner has, um, uh, uh, you know, lives on a farm in Wales. And so we ended up um, being in lockdown in Wales for the whole summer and so after a month of being there I realized that summer wasn't going to happen and it was time to make a winter collection so I I reworked some pieces and then there was so much time to really think about things and and have a sense of what I wanted to do which I never usually have because when I'm in the shop uh, you know the atelier I find that I'm I spend a lot of time, you know, obviously with my customers and making and, you know, making sure everything is perfect and right for them. But when it comes to a collection, it's very almost there's not enough time and it's very limited to to um, really give yourself the space to see the whole thing and make choice, different choices because you're in a different place, um, which actually I I think even yesterday, I thought to myself, there's something really lovely about kind of saying every season, maybe I should just take a month off and not take any work on and just create the next collection. So it's, you know, it just feels, you know, it felt like a, it was just a different time. You know, I could work things out differently. I think you have really taken um, this period of, well, it's been hard yeah. for everybody, but you have reshaped it and restyled in something that then you can actually make it very useful for yeah. the future, uh, which is amazing because you've turned negativity into positivity. Well, I, I think I, I just love what I do, that I can't not do it. You know, it's that that whole thing. It's It's my calling. It's my paintbrush. It's my pencil it's whatever it is it's I just can't stop and if I stop then I start thinking oh what about making a pair of trousers or you know if I have nothing to do I'll still carry on making it's it's an obsession <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it is an obsession, but also because you are an incredibly sensitive and free spirit. So coming coming to, to this and coming to the reflection that we're making on um, you know upon these times, a message of hope for these strange times that we are collectively oh. leaving. What would you say? I think um, a message of hope. I, I think that, um, oh golly, I, th- I think we just need to find ourselves, you know, have the courage to face who we are and find what we love and, and do what we want to do. Because if we, and not in a selfish way that negates other people, but in a, a collective way, because I think the, actually what I've, I've really got from this is how amazing people are and how incredible um, the people that I know have been because they, we have all come together stronger and, and there's so much support and and people are so important. So my message of hope is reach out and and don't give up. I'm forever the optimist. <laughs> <laughs> which is um, which is much needed. It really is. As you know, as we said before, there are always, you know, days where the sun really shines bright that you mm-hmm. can't even believe it. And then there are other days where you just stay under the duvet, don't move, totally. don't want to do anything, but then you have to, you know, pull yourself, know, pull yourself up. I know, but I even within um, that, we have to have the courage to be ourselves. And if we, if we ignore the fact that we're feeling low, then we almost never get out of it. If we face the fact that we're feeling low, I think it it helps us sink a bit, and then also helps us release a bit. So then, it's. You just have to find the ladder. You have to find another ladder, or, or, or. I don't. I don't know. I'm. You know. It's. It's. It's just. I think we have to be kind to ourselves and not beat ourselves up for feeling one thing or the other. True. Also, because sometimes you actually have a five minutes in the sky and uh, five minutes in the black hole down below. So, is is it is probably as you said the acknowledging. Um, yeah. what is happening and then applying it to everything, applying it to your everyday life, apply it to your creativity, uh, apply it to culture. I mean, this is one thing that I have experienced actually in your atelier, in good times and low times as well. Um, it is a hub. You have really created a community, a community of creative women. If you don't know where to go or if you don't particularly fancy um, being on your own in, you know, working in your studio, in your office or from your desk at home, <laughs> you go to Amanda. I, I am blessed with very lovely, lovely ladies. It's like uh, customers, ladies. I feel like all my clients become my friends. You know, it's. I think it's because it's such a personal journey and it's not for everyone. You know, not everybody is going to like what I do or likes what I do, but the people who do where we we hold together tight and it's very real, you know, it's lovely. I feel very lucky, very, very lucky and fortunate to have such wonderful people around me. Well, this has been a fantastic journey uh, with you, Amanda. 
and as always um, I am very grateful uh, for being well part of um, you know your journey as well so thank you thank you thank you for having been here with us and to have given a different view also of what fashion is like and for the dreamers out there who would say oh I would love to uh, create um, something some dresses some skirt and then one day being able to well Amanda is a bright example that you do not need the um, absolute technical skill to become a fashion designer or a couturier. You need style, you need an eye, you need passion, you need commitment and you need the will to be able to, to learn, to teach yourself and just give, give your creativity. Yes, and just do it isn't it? It's just do it. I'm a doer. I can't, I don't think about things. I'm headless. (laughs) 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 Excellent. Well, we have done our podcast together, which has been a great experience, Amanda. Thank you ever so much again. And I would like to invite um, our guests to listen to our podcast, which will be published on www.flavored.it If you have any questions you can email us at info at flavored.it So any questions for Amanda any suggestions any point of discussion and ideas this is what Flavored is all about is opening up to creative and curious like-minded hearts and minds so thank you again thank you amanda darling for being here with us today and um, a big shining light to everyone